0: Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 175. Are episode numbers really necessary? Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is the award-winning how-to podcast about podcasting, where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. I'm on this series of challenging the podcasting assumptions, where I'm taking the ideas that we sometimes take for granted or we do just because all of the other podcasters do it, and I'm challenging those things. And some of these along the way can cause us to do something differently or they can help us to learn more about something to be more confident in the way that we're doing it. And there are no actual hard rules about podcasting that you must do this other than you must have an RSS feed and you must have downloadable media. And that's pretty much the only hard rule about podcasting. But everything else you can do with or without these other options and there are certain best practices that yes you can follow or should follow or should consider for having a successful podcast and you can find that whole series that I'm doing over at com slash assumptions or I'll have the link in the show notes for this podcast at com slash 174 and you can see that list as it's being populated with each new episode But do the episode numbers actually matter to you or your audience? And is there maybe a better way for you to title your episodes or make your show notes URLs? That's what this is going to be about and you might be surprised by something that I bring out and something that I announce a little bit to you about this. But this topic was inspired by a couple things. One of them is in the podcasters group on Google+. Mario Zamoran posted there saying, I have always used episode numbers for all of my podcasts, but have wondered if that was necessary. I hear some people swear by them, like the Nerdist podcast, for example, and others don't even bother. What's everyone's take on this? And there are some great responses there from uh, Seth Wrestler, Ray Ortega. This was also inspired by a post from Dino Dogan, Who made Triber? That's with a couple R's in it. Over on the podcast community group in Facebook. And he said, My fellow podcasters, please stop putting episode numbers to your podcasts. Nobody cares which episode it is. And it's evergreen content most of the time. Anyways, who started this practice? Can we find them and slap them upside the head once or twice? And he is very passionate about this. And A lot of other people are passionate about this and came out, and there are 111 different responses from other podcasters to this, and I'll have links to both of these that you can see some of the other comments from people and other points that others make in the show notes for this episode at com slash 175 or slash episode numbers. I'll tell you more about that in a little bit. But let's challenge this. Is this really what we should be doing? And where did we get this from anyway? Let's start with that. I think that since the inception of podcasting, some of the forefathers of podcasting, like Adam Curry, Don Andrew, and Leo Laporte, have often used episode numbers or maybe even started with episode numbers. And episodic numbering isn't actually that common. The more I thought about it and looked at different things, the less I see usage for numbering episodic style content. Yes, there are examples here and there, but it's not that common that I could find in in big media, and traditional media. Like, of course, radio shows don't say this is episode 100. They don't say anything like that. But radio shows also aren't nearly as timeless as podcasts are. Many people listen to a radio show and then forget it or they listen to it when it's on and often not afterward depending on the services and if they subscribe to certain special things or if the radio show is available as a podcast. But look at movie series. There are certain original movie series and older things like the Star Trek movies, the original ones, where it was Star Trek 1, Star Trek 2, Star Trek 3, and each one had subtitles to it. But I think the longer and stronger trend is to use subtitles instead of numbers. Sometimes you'll see a combination of both, but I think there are far more uses of subtitles than numbers. Like think about the Harry Harry Potter series of movies. The only one that has a number to it is when it's Part 2, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2, or the Indiana Jones series, or the Bourne series. Like, the Bourne series was actually, each movie was titled differently. Bourne Identity, Bourne Supremacy, Bourne Ultimatum, and so on. Look at The Hunger Games as well, or Lord of the Rings, or most of the Marvel movies. Now, some of the Marvel movies, like Iron Man, do have numbers, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, but some of them don't like Captain America The Winter Soldier. It's not Captain America 2. It's title, subtitle. So, finding some kind of episodic or some kind of numbering in traditional media is pretty hard. You'll you'll find it as mostly a side note to things, not as actually part of the title. Like Book 1 and then the title and uh, series 5 and then the title or somewhere that's not actually part of the title to say This is this particular episode number. Even in television, where each episode is actually numbered, those individual episodes are very rarely referenced by their numbers, at least in the public sense, especially after a title for the episode has been released. Like you'll commonly see people refer back to previous episodes by their title. For one reason, is the title usually tells a little bit more about that particular episode of the tv show than the number does just to say oh 301 well that that doesn't tell you what was that episode about but i could tell you 301 was the heart of the truest believer at least in the once upon a time series and that can remind you what that particular episode was about my guess is that for most podcasters they're using episode numbers without giving it much thought and i have to say This is me too. Now, it sounds cool to say the Audacity to Podcast, episode 175. And I'll get more into some of the benefits of using episode numbers in a moment. But I think that mostly the reason we do this is because it's what we see other podcasters do. But there are plenty of benefits and some disadvantages to using episode numbers. So let's look at this first, some of the benefits of using episode numbers for your podcast. It's not meaningless. And there are a few basic perks to this. And these can be some pretty big things. First of all, pro- progress measurement. It's great to be able to look at your podcast history and know immediately how many episodes you've done. Like I can look at the Audacity podcast. I'm currently on episode 175. So let me do some quick math in my mind. That means that I am on my 175th episode. I know how many episodes I've done just by looking at the numbers. But if you do certain alternative numbering, which I'll talk about in a moment, that number could actually be skewed. Like with my other podcast, Are You Just Watching? We may be on a certain episode over there, but that episode number does not actually represent how many podcast episodes we've done because of some particular episode numbering that we've done in some weird cases. So it's not really 42 episodes. It's more like 50-something episodes because of some other stuff that we've done, and I'll mention that more in a moment. But another benefit to episode numbers is that it helps your reputation. It really feels great when you can say episode 8, because you've probably heard the statistic that most podcasters don't make it past episode seven and that's from the findings of raw voice todd cochran over there with blueberry and raw voice can see that statistic and it also feels really good when you reach double digits and go from nine to episode 10 and passing a milestone like episode 50 is really exciting and it's something big to celebrate when you break episode 100 I was really excited when the Audacity to Podcast reached episode 100. I had those 100 tips by uh, other podcasters and some great voicemails from people. It was a lot of fun to celebrate that big milestone and have 100 tips from amazing, awesome podcasters like you. That was great, and you can check that out at theaudacitytopodcast dot com slash one hundred one zero zero. And if you've been podcasting for a while, your high episode numbers really boost your ep- reputation. Just look at someone like uh, Dick D. Bartolo with the Daily Gizwiz podcast. Near 1,500 episodes. So when they say episode 1,500, whoa, that's that's nice. That is really cool to hear. Or Todd Cochran from Geek News Central can say episode 1000. That's really cool to see and that shows how serious you've been, how long you've been doing this. There's not really a question from the episode number of did you do this weekly or did you do it daily, but you can get the idea that wow, this person has been podcasting a lot. There is a lot of content out there. This is probably a thousand hours or more. Malcolm Gladwell is known for talking about the 10,000 hour rule. And when you start getting up there in the thousands of podcast episodes, it can be very easy to see how close you're reaching to that 10,000 hour goal. And another benefit to using podcast episode numbers is potentially easy shortcut show notes URLs. That would be like what I say, slash 175 or slash five. And if you have good show note URLs or good show notes, then I do recommend you should make it much easier for your people to visit your show notes. And one easy way to do that is telling people visit myawesomepodcast.com slash five instead of telling them to go to your website and find your show notes somewhere. And you know, I really hate it when people say find me in iTunes or find the show notes on my website. Don't tell people to find something. It's not good. And by the way in all of this when I'm talking about these shortcut URLs these are not your permalinks or your slugs for your actual post. Like if you're using WordPress you have the opportunity of changing what that URL will be for your post. Like the URL for this post could be audacity to podcast.com slash r dash episode dash numbers dash really dash necessary dash tap 175. That's the full slug or the permalink. And I don't recommend replacing that. You want to keep that there so that the full title is there and that helps your search engine optimization. I'm only referring to a shortcut URL, also known as a redirect. So this would be saying slash 175. And if you enter the audacitypodcast.com slash 175, look at the address bar in your browser and you'll see that after you enter that, that it almost immediately switches to that long URL. And those are set to 301 redirects. So I still get the search engine optimization of the final landing page and search engines will not index the slash 175 thing. So I'm not talking about changing your permalink URL. Do not do that. Let that be long, complicated. You can even put a few more keywords in there every now and then, which is something I do for SEO. But there are some disadvantages to using podcast episode numbers. It's not all pink fluffy unicorns dancing on rainbows when you number your episodes. Just consider a few things like alternative numbering, How are you going to handle seasons or bonus content or spinoffs? I'll talk more about those in just a moment. But also, what if you have multiple podcasts on a single website? If you use something like slash a number, like slash five for your show notes URL, you have to extend that for each podcast that you have running through that same website because slash five can't refer to episode five of every single podcast on the network unless they're all just a single post and you wouldn't want to do that anyway. But also think about pre-recorded episodes. If you are recording something in advance, do you know for certain what episode number this will be when you publish it? Or what if you decide to change the order of your episodes, such as maybe you decide, oh I've got this great timely interview that I need to stick in And this is really important to have this right now or at this particular date, and you have to reorder some of your episodes that you've pre-recorded or that you've planned ahead of time or other things that you've worked with. How are you going to work with that with podcast episode numbers, especially if you mention the episode number in your podcast in multiple places? There was a time where I recorded an episode of the Audacity podcast, and I forget now which episode it was, but after I recorded someone in the chat room, because I do this live on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time over at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash live, someone said, hey Daniel, I think your episode number was off by one. And I looked and sure enough, in my whole episode, I kept saying the wrong episode number. So I decided instead of going back and correcting all of these, or instead of going back And saying at the beginning, hey, every time I say this number, I really mean this number. I just decided it would be faster for me to re-record the episode instead of fixing everything or adding some kind of announcement at the beginning or end. And if you have to change the order of your episodes and you use episode numbers commonly and predominantly in your episodes, then this might be something else to consider. Also, if you have a lot of blog content on your website, which I do recommend, blog in between podcast episodes, then how are you going to properly distinguish your podcast episodes from your blog posts? Like, uh, you want it to stand out, but you don't want it to stand out too much and be repulsive. Like, just to say episode 15 means nothing to people as a title, but if you write your title and then you say podcast episode 15. That that might be a little bit too wordy, but there are certain ways that you can get around this, maybe like just an abbreviation, maybe not including an episode number at all. You just put in brackets podcast or something like that. Especially if you write your show notes as a blog post where people could get all of your content just by reading it. And that's the way I like to do my show notes as well. And it's hugely helpful to search engine optimization. I get about half of my audience coming through search engines because my show notes are so thorough but also think about what if you want to update old information if you're for example i have an episode episode eight of the audacity to podcast where i talk about stats and it's it's an episode that i have listened to again since originally publishing it and when i listen to it again i just think oh my goodness I was so arrogant in that episode because I started counting the number of times that I was saying that basically I was the only source for the truth and I alone had the correct information. I just look back and think, oh, I'm embarrassed by this. So someday in the future, I'm going to refresh content about podcast stats because there's more information now in the industry as well. So in that case, in that episode, I say get to the show notes at com slash 8, the number 8. And what if I want to update that information, though, without removing my original podcast episode? So if people go to slash 8, they're going to see maybe out-of-date content, or I could put some little announcement on there or something, or or redirect that. It, it can get start to get complicated then with just episode numbers. Episode numbers can also be hard to remember with different content. And I'm finding that that with 175 episodes out there, there are certain things where I want to link someone to a certain episode and I cannot remember the episode number. And I have to look it up on my own website in order to find it. But a big thing that people like with episode numbers, especially if you're using my recommended method of making your show notes easy to get to with nice shortcuts. Episode numbers work really well for this. So let's talk about this in more detail. And I commonly recommend Pretty Link Pro for this. And the reason I recommend Pretty Link Pro over Pretty Link Lite is that the Pro version allows you to automatically create a Pretty Link from your pages and posts. So it puts the Pretty Link widget right inside the post editing window so you don't have to go somewhere else to create your Pretty Link after you've published your episode. You create your Pretty Link at the exact same time as you create your post. That right there was worth the investment to me Uh, but it also provides a bunch of other really nice tools that I really like with Pretty Link Pro and I have an affiliate link for that if you're interested in the show notes for this episode number 175. But when I'm recording my episode... I can tell you visit the show notes at the slash one seventy-five. And that's because of that nice pretty link URL that I've created. Or actually I have a bit more complicated of a system, but it is essentially a pretty link that makes slash one seventy-five take you to that full URL. And this means that it's also easy for me to refer to previous episodes of the Audacity to Podcast by giving you the episode number. So I can remember some of these, like my PowerPress setup tutorial is episode 72, so I can tell you podcast.com slash 72, and I talked about uh, podcast directories in episode 69, so I can say slash 69, and I gave an overview of editing podcast episodes in episode 60, so I can say slash 60, but there are other show notes URLs that I don't remember because I don't remember what episode number it was. I just know somewhere I covered this particular thing, but I don't remember which episode it was. So I have to say, go to the show notes for this, which is fine to do and I recommend. But for myself, if I want to link to it, I don't remember the episode. Ironically, the episode where I talk about making easy show notes URLs, is a show notes URL that I don't usually remember. I have it in my notes now so I can see it's episode 21 but I can't remember that so I have to look it up every time because it's a number not a name. So your numbers could help you or hurt you in this way with your show notes URLs depending on how often you need to refer back to these numbers. A number is easy to remember, but it's not memorable. I think that practically this means for you that right now while you're listening to this episode, and I'm saying this is episode 175, get the show notes at slash 175 and all of that, you'll remember that now And it's easy for you when you get home, if you're driving in the car or while you're listening, wherever you are, it's easy for you to remember, okay, I'm listening to episode 175, or I just listened to episode 175, so I need to check out the show notes for this. And you just type in theaudacitypodcast.com slash 175. That's fine. You remember it now, but it's not memorable. So a month from now, if you decide... Oh, I want to check out that episode where Daniel talked about do we really need podcast episode numbers. That was episode number... I don't remember. And you see what happens is that you, as a listener, forget the episode number. I, as the podcaster, often forget the episode number, unless it's something I refer to a whole lot like those episodes that I was able to pull off the top of my head and give you the episode numbers for each of them. I referred to those episodes a whole lot. That's how I remember them. But that's where maybe something would be a little bit better to use a word instead of a number. Like in my stats example, episode 8, I can send you to the slash 8. But because I really want to update that episode, and because information does change over time, maybe the more forward-thinking idea would be instead of giving a URL that is slash eight, I could say slash stats instead of that. So that would allow me then to, at any moment, redirect slash stats to whatever the latest episode was. So if someone goes back and listens to episode eight, then they visit the show notes. They might see old information. So what are my options? I could redirect slash eight to the newest episode. But then again, what if there's important information specific to episode eight that they need to see, like an announcement, a particular link, someone's other podcast that sent feedback in, anything like that? Well, then it's really still important for them to be able to get to slash eight. Do I maybe add a notice to the post to say this information has been updated, please visit the new post over here? Or do I just leave it as is and hope no one checks it out? I think it could be a combination of things for me and that would be to use a Word URL to say slash stats and then I can make that URL point to whatever my latest episode is and my most thorough post about stats. That's why I talk about check out my thoughts on web hosting and different methods for hosting your podcast all of the different kinds of podcast hosting over at the audacity to slash hosting. That makes it a lot more timeless to tell you that URL and again it makes it very memorable for me to know that's the episode where I talked about hosting or slash media hosting where I have a blog post comparing Different media hosts and their prices and benefits and pros and cons and such. Now a side note here you may notice that I'm a little bit different in what I do with my URLs for podcast episodes. I don't say forward slash and I don't recommend saying forward slash because I really think for one it's wordy to say forward slash and I really think the word forward is both redundant and unnecessary because there's a slash key and there's a backslash key and most people are familiar with slashes anyway because we have stuff like in slash a the abbreviation for not available or and slash or and so on and slashes are certainly more common in older abbreviations i found stuff like os2 Uh, uses a slash, and there are other things that are similar where they use a slash instead of some kind of abbreviation. But people are familiar with slashes outside of the technology sense. And if someone doesn't know which key on their keyboard is a regular slash, they're not going to know which key on their keyboard is a forward slash versus a backslash anyway. So it really doesn't make sense to use the extra word And say forward slash, it's just really unnecessary, I think. And I have heard some people actually mix it up and say backslash, but that's a different key. And backslashes really aren't that popular at all. Almost the only time I can think of for using backslashes are on Windows computers when you're working with file URLs. But on the Mac side, on Linux side, on web hosting side, all of that, it's slashes. Not backslashes. And just in case you're wondering, a regular slash is where it's leaning to the right. A backslash is where it's leaning to the left. But think about how in English, we don't say forward very often. Like we don't say, I walked forward into the door, unless for some reason we need to point out the fact that we weren't walking backward into the door. And you don't say, I read forward through the book, because you know, well, if you're going to read a book, the direction you go is forward in the book unless for some reason it's odd to go forward and you need to point out the fact that you went forward instead of backward or whatever alternative there was. So I I don't use forward slash and I, I don't suggest you use forward slash as well when you're speaking your urls. But now let's think about some of the alternative numbering and the complications that can come along with that because if you like the numbers format and even if you don't use them for your URLs there are some important things to consider with other issues you may run into like seasons, bonus content and spinoffs and also leading zeros or not. So let's go through these. Seasons are very common in television shows actually it's every television show has seasons it allows them to get a break to re-record or record certain episodes plan the next season they have story arcs and such and that works well for podcasters too many times because all media consumption goes down at certain points like around the christmas and new year holidays as well as around summer months that's why the tv shows often take a hiatus during those moments But there is still podcast consumption going on and TV viewing going on. It's just lower during those times. So if you decide to go in a season format for your podcast and you want to use numbers, how should that be numbered? There are a few ways that you can do this. Just for example, three basic ways that you could do this. You could number your episode 305 or 305 really, but everyone will say 305. You could number it as 3x05 or you could number it as episode 95 if this is your 95th episode. So which one really makes the most sense for you if you're doing a season? You'll sometimes see TV show producers refer to an episode as 305, not with the X or certain other things like if you ever get into BitTorrent, which isn't really legal, then uh, you might see stuff like S5E05, where it's season five, episode zero five. That's kind of a machine format, really. But it the the first number indicates which season you're on, and the second number indicates which episode of that particular season. But the public will usually use something else that separates it a little bit more. Sometimes they'll still use that format. But if you number your episodes. According to a season format, and you use a format like 305, then it can be a little bit misleading because if you say podcast 305, does that mean you're on your third season and fifth episode of the third season? Or does it mean you're on your 305th episode? But yes, part of this problem of a potential confusion with your audience is because. At least in the podcasting space, audience members are generally conditioned to think that 305 means episode 305, not season three, number five. So, how you use this in your URL is also up to question. So, regardless of how you name them and number them in your titles, I think maybe the easiest way to number them for your URLs, if you use episode numbers in your urls would be a 305 format because it's easy to say and it's easy to remember but in your title i recommend maybe the x format so it's 3x05 or 3x5 even whichever format you'd like to go with that and it's this is podcasting so you really can have the guts to do it any way you want these are general guidelines and some tips so that's with seasons But bonus content can be something else that can mess up your regular episode numbering and give you some difficult situations to think about. If you have regular episodes in your podcast but you want to provide something extra like an announcement or squeeze in an episode before another episode, how are you going to do that with your episode numbers? I've seen and I've been guilty of doing this before stuff like episode 80.5 or 80 and a half, or 80A and 80B, or things like that. And it it can get complicated, it can get messy, especially if this is not time-sensitive content and you want to leave it in your RSS feed. Now, if it is time-sensitive content, like a certain announcement of, hey, I'm going to be at such and such location soon, please meet up with me later, I can kind of see an episode number, half number in there, but... It's not a full episode and it doesn't really need an episode number. In fact, it may be some kind of episodic content or non-episodic content that you would want to remove after the deadline has passed. And just leave the blog post up so people can still see that, but remove it from your podcast feed because it's no longer relevant. It was time sensitive and the information has passed. People don't still need to hear about where you're going to be if... You've already been there and that event is passed and they're too late. So that's with bonus content but also think about certain kind of spin-offs that you may have within your podcast where you go on a particular mini-series or you have a different format of a show of your same show. Like my other podcast that I've now stepped out of but Eve Franklin continues to host, Are You Just Watching? In that podcast, we started out having regular episodes where we discussed DVD-released movies because it was something that we could watch a couple times, get sound clips, get screenshots, that kind of thing to do. So those we saw as our full episodes. And we'd sometimes have part one and part two, which now I regret doing that, splitting it into separate parts. But then what we also started to do when we got press passes to local movies is we would start to have initial reactions episodes where we discussed movies that were in theaters at that moment. And these were discussions where we only got to see the movie once. We didn't have sound clips, didn't have screenshots, anything like that. But we still wanted to review the movie. And our skill in reviewing the movie and bringing out important points got better and better, especially as we allowed more time to think about the movie afterward instead of just, okay, we just saw this, let's go and record a podcast right now we gave ourselves more time so the episodes became more in-depth and more valuable to our listeners instead of just, uh, this is off the top of my head what I remember. So in that, what we did that I regret is we numbered those spinoffs separately from the regular episodes. So we might be on episode 25 of the regular discussion But in our initial reactions, we're on episode number eight. It got confusing, I think, for both us and maybe our listeners. Because if we wanted to give those easy show notes URLs, well, one was 25 and the others had to be slash IR8. And that got complicated. And there could have been better ways to do that anyway, which I'll mention in a moment. But this can also happen for feedback episodes. Maybe you do Uh, monologue, 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 and then have a feedback episode and you think, oh, I'm going to name this one feedback episode number five while you're on regular podcast episode number 55. It gets complicated and can easily start messing things up, but it's a regular episode really that you're releasing in your feed. So why not keep that number consistent and carry it across any style of content as long as it's not time-sensitive content that you're going to remove Later on, if you have something like that or some kind of quick bonus, then maybe don't number it at all. Maybe figure out a different way of making a URL for it if you need one for that particular episode. And then if you're making your episode numbers, should they have zeros or not? This is the difference between uh, being human friendly or being machine-friendly. And I'd say that leading zeros like 007 is not human-friendly, especially if you have a license to kill. And if you have just seven, that's not as machine-friendly, although it's becoming more and more machine-friendly. And the problem here is that some systems and some media players and some apps will put episode seven right next to episode seventy and put episode 8 right next to episode 80 and so on instead of pushing episode 7 right next to episode 8 right next to episode 9 like that now it's gotten better with computers especially operating systems windows os 10 and linux now appropriately look at this but some apps and mobile devices don't recognize it in the same way so what i recommend is that anything that's supposed to be human readable Don't use leading zeros. Like if you're saying episode one, just write episode one. It doesn't have to have 001. But in your file names or in maybe an abbreviation or a URL, that could be the full full number with the leading zeros for however many digits you're going to go, three digits, four digits, anything like that. Like I name my files for the Audacity to Podcast TAP001 mp3 tap 002 it's very easy i can remember it and then my show notes urls though i tell you just the audacity to slash one i don't tell you 001 or 01 because we don't think in terms of leading zeros but I do have some little fancy magic, some special stuff that I set up on my own website so that if you type 01 or 1 or 001, you'll get to the same page on the site. But to insert that kind of stuff in your site requires some regular expressions and some advanced 301 redirects and stuff. So I just recommend stay away from that and just make it slash 1. Don't bother with the leading zeros and people won't assume leading zeros unless you tell them to use leading zeros. So when would you maybe not want to use episode numbers? The best rule I can give to this is when episode numbers are either distracting or they just plain don't make sense for your content or for your your audience. Like look at how John Lee Dumas does it. I was on Entrepreneur on Fire episode 549 but the URL he gave me for that episode was entrepreneuronfire.com dot com slash daniel j lewis, or also the short URL eofire dot com slash daniel j lewis works, and that's the URL he gave for sharing it. Now think about that. I never have to remember what episode number it was. In fact, I had to go look up on John's site to see which episode number was I actually in because I knew slash Daniel J. Lewis. That's very easy to remember. It makes sense and it's memorable. I don't have to try and guess later on. I just know this is the way that it goes. So let me give you a couple tips and some things to consider. These are not at all hard rules on this, but I recommend use episode numbers in the title and the URL when your podcast episode covers several topics and you can't use just a single word. For example, if in a particular episode I interview Dave Jackson, Ray Ortega, Cliff Ravenscraft, uh, Mike and Isabella Russell, um, uh, Todd Cochran, and Rob Walsh, and a bunch of other podcasting heroes out there, if I interviewed them all in the same episode, I wouldn't make a slash Rob Walsh url and a slash cliff ravenscraft and all of these different urls and try and manage all of them or or make a single url that has all of those names and that's why i give them to share in that case i might just do slash 100 whatever episode number that is or what may make more sense in that case is whatever the topic was that i can make as a word but if i'm covering several different topics like i have a news style podcast or there's just no single topic that comes out, it's a bunch of questions and answers, then that's when a regular episode number may make the most sense. But use a word or a couple words in your URL without spaces, without symbols, without hyphens or underscores or anything like that. In cases where you review something or talk about something that has a specific name, like a movie or you're interviewing a guest, or you address an individual topic for your show or for that episode of your podcast. For example, I could say something like uh, com slash Lego movie. And that's our review of the Lego movie. Now we ha- don't actually have a review over there, but that's something I could do. Or you could have uh, com slash Daniel J. Lewis. And that's where you interviewed Daniel J. Lewis. Or like what I'm doing a little bit more of on the Audacity to Podcast, I can say slash stats or slash hosting or something like that because it's memorable and it's an individual topic. And most of my episodes of the Audacity to Podcast are very individual topic focused. But then consider dropping the number from your title if you blog heavily on your site and your show notes could read like a blog post or if the number just doesn't make sense to show or it might confuse people especially. And how you position an episode number in your titles can also cause confusion or eliminate confusion. I have an article in the May issue of Pottertainment Magazine and I have an affiliate link to that in the show notes for this episode where I talk about episode titles and one of the things that I've changed on my own site is my old show notes, URLs, and titles were something like TAP 110, colon, space, 100 tips, 100 podcasting tips from 100 podcasters. And the numbers right next to each other could be a little bit confusing, like TAP 056, seven tips for that. It starts to get confusing and that number is lost. So that's why I moved my episode abbreviation to the end of my titles so it doesn't confuse you and you can just see seven tips for an amazing podcast hyphen TAP P zero zero whatever the number is. So what's the conclusion on this? Do you need episode numbers? Should you be using episode numbers for your podcast? Well, I'm going to give you a lawyer answer. It depends. It's really up to you because what makes the most sense for your content, your presentation, and your audience? What you should not do is use episode numbers Just because everyone else does. And I've been guilty before of recommending episode numbers just because I was thinking of the URLs or just so that someone could see how many episodes they've done just by their episode number. That may not matter to you, may not matter to your audience as well or whatever industry you're in. So don't do it just because everyone else does it. The most important thing, I think, is to make your show notes easy to get to. And you could do that with an episode number, or you could do that with something else. It doesn't have to be an episode number. It could be a word instead of an episode number. It's totally up to you. And again, remember that when I'm talking about your URLs to your show notes, I'm talking about a shortcut, a 301 redirect to your URL not changing whatever slug or permalink that your content management system like WordPress or Drupal or anything else gives you. Let that be the full URL for your search engine optimization, but you're creating just a shortcut URL to your post. So this topic is one that is really challenging to me because you know that in all of my past episodes, I've given you show notes, links by telling you slash 175. I'm going to start changing that when it makes sense to because I want more of my posts to be more memorable for me as well as for you and I want it to be easier to get to and be more timeless as a reference that at some point when I have more and more of these URLs corrected or switched over you'll be able to just guess oh I wonder if Daniel has a post about such and such like the RE320 microphone let's type in podcastcom slash RE320 oh boom there it is and you you may have noticed that in my video episodes that I do for my separate podcast podcasting video tips available on iTunes and also you can watch it through YouTube in there I don't give episode numbers unless it's the video recording of my audio podcast but I give word URLs like slash RE320 or slash NADY for NADY or certain things like that. So for the Audacity podcast, I'm going to start transitioning to using Word URLs instead of episode number URLs, but in the opening, I may continue to use episode numbers or I may drop it. Now, there are certain things like some people would say maybe they're partially OCD and they like to know exactly what episode number they're listening to so they know whether they've already heard this just by the number and they can keep track of that. So I may not drop the numbers completely, but I just won't emphasize them quite as much. But for my other podcast, The Ramen Noodle, my clean comedy show, and my Once Upon a Time podcast, I will continue to use episode numbers for those because the URLs that we would make for those either wouldn't make sense Or we don't think of them ahead of time. It's like an afterthought of how we name the episode in the case of the ramen noodle. uh, We'd name it after we record the show because that's how we come up with a clever and funny sounding name. And once podcast, the titles and URLs would just be too long and we'd have certain duplicates and stuff. So this does mean that for myself, I will have an extra step because I'll continue to make the slash number URLs for each show notes. Uh, URL. But I'll also go back into Pretty Link Pro and create an additional URL outside of the post editor because Pretty Link Pro only lets you create one Pretty Link inside of the URL or inside of the post editor. But you can create as many different Pretty Links as you want through a separate page to go to the same content. So that's what I'm going to have to do for my shows is create more Pretty links and a couple more steps, but I think it will help me a lot more. So I don't have to remember a specific episode number. I just remember the word and I point people back to that and it makes it much easier. There are certain things to consider, like ambiguities, like is it plural, is it singular, uh, certain spelling things uh, like two, two, and two, which one is which, and there, like T H E I R and T H Y, T H E Y R E and t-h-e-r-e which one of those is in your url so certain things like that you have to consider but in some of those cases that wouldn't even be an issue because you might not use that word at all so i'd love to hear your thoughts on this what do you think about episode numbers if you do not use episode numbers why do you have a reason behind that if you do use episode numbers why do you have a reason behind that or if you're on either side of this camp how has this information challenged your thinking and are you going to take any action by this and change anything with your show like I'm going to kind of do with The Audacity to Podcast? Please comment on the show notes for this episode, number 175, at com slash episode numbers. Do you see why I did there? I told you both the episode number and the friendly URL so you can Infer from that, if you enter slash 175, it takes you to the same place as slash episode numbers. Cool, huh? You're you're free to copy that. It's okay to use. Don't worry. Next episode, and I want your feedback for this. I want to talk about, and it's kind of related to this, but related to some other things too. So it will be bunched with some other topics. Should you have an episode zero for your podcast. That's what I'm going to challenge in the next installment of this series of challenging the podcasting assumptions. So please send me your feedback by emailing feedback at com or call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221 or you can go to the website theaudacitytopodcast.com and send a voice message through the site on your computer or iOS device. I've got a couple quick announcements for you. One is that you can learn how to take your podcast from average to amazing in Podcast Masterclass over at PodcastMasterclass.com. And the next course will be in September 2014. And you can always find out when the next course is by going to PodcastMasterclass.com and use the promo code TAP to save $200. It's over $6,000 worth of training for more than... 75% off and you get an additional savings by using that promo code TAP. Also check out my article in Pottertainment Magazine for more information about episode titles and some thoughts there. I have a link to that in the show notes for this episode. And remember to tell me your thoughts about the upcoming episode zero, should you have one or shouldn't you, and some other things about introductions and branding and such for your podcast I'd love to hear more assumptions you want me to challenge. Just send me your thoughts. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go launch or improve your podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from TheAudacityPodcast.com. Thank you for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Like hear about the finales to Resurrection, Once Upon a Time, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., or get ready for the return of Under the Dome. You can also learn how to be productive in your personal and professional life, get some Christian movie reviews with critical thinking, and much more over at Noodle. Dot MX. The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more at techpodcasts.com.